The balls breaking down the walls. We all in once the coin guitars got the kind of action. Never acting, no need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen from three fours to four three to get it cracking. When the snap call it Saran, cause it's, it's a rap. rap. We knock them out, they taking naps. We lit, we intercept the shit and run it back. Fuck it, we run it back. Beast mode's how we react. Once we attack, we laying flat. No coming back from that. Facts, facts. Helmet to helmet, shoulder pad to pad, get cracked Till your mouthpiece spit out, you feeling that? Feeling that. Draw clinch business, step on the field, we on the realest White boys in the village, and I ain't kidding We really get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. What up? Real Coach JB here, man. I had to start a little late. Been ripping and running. Apologize. Apologize for uh, my lateness. Um, but I appreciate everybody getting here. Um, YouTube, appreciate you guys. I know I'm about 25 minutes late. Usually I start around 2. Um, but uh, today's... Uh, Fuck boy Friday, I guess, because I'm fucking ripping and running, man. So uh, appreciate everybody, man. Um, show's brought to you by betonline.ag. Make sure you guys go check it out this weekend, especially with the playoffs going on. The Slapdick Podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Of course, we'd like to wish you a happy new year. We're 20 shit, one days deep. And uh, Bet Online remains the number one spot for all bet. Sports wagering. New year, new updated uh, materials, desktop, mobile website. Go check it out. Get your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just check it out. Use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. Football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 22 Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Um, go check it out, man. Don't hesitate to be corrected because correction is the best medicine for progress. Some of you guys are scared to be corrected. You guys think correction is uh, criticism, man. One of my famous quotes. Don't hesitate to be corrected because correction is the best medicine for progress. Some of you guys don't get, get that. Title of this show is Unappreciated Correction. We don't appreciate correction no more. We run from it. We're scared, we're scared of it. Um, correction is no longer appreciated, man. And I'm going to explain in depth what the fuck I mean um, on, this, uh, on this show. So... Um, I already see guys in here talking shit. I don't even know what they're talking about, but I got to get to that later. Um, lots to discuss, lots to get off the plate. NFL weekend, um, second round playoffs. They're going to be some upsets. They're going to be 
status quo. Um, I don't know. Jerry Jones said he must fix the problems during the season, not after. That's kind of a fucking oxymoron to me. Crazy. Um, Giants hire a GM, snatched the assistant GM from the Bills, and uh, Jason Taylor on YouTube got him some Manscaped, said his balls are feeling great. A little too much information, but I appreciate you. That's a good thing. Hope you use the promo code SLAPDICK. Um, I got Coach Vrabel as uh, the third. He should be. He should finish third in the Coach of the Year, in my opinion. Now, this is the thing. A lot of people don't. Uh, yeah, it's windy as fuck right now, man. It just tore down two of my fucking trees in the backyard. I, that's why I was late. I didn't know you. I didn't know you were in L.A. Yeah, uh, I'm actually an IE, so it's even windier. Um, that's the reason I'm late, man. I had two trees crack and break. And then another, and then a tortilla, my, uh, kind of my sun cover, you know, I tie up kind of like some canopies that I tie up on my dog run and uh, different areas. The motherfucker snapped. So, um, I found that all out when I got back home around one thirty, and, uh, I've been rep- repairing that shit. So, um. So, it is what it is. Slap dick day. Lots of discuss. The Chiefs gay uh, arrested. He's going to start on Sunday. He's going to play. He uh, entered a not guilty plea. I posted a tweet about it um, saying, uh, didn't say anything about the dude whatsoever. This is why I know. And I did on purpose, man. I understand why so many motherfuckers put their foot in their mouths because they just want to hear themselves talk. They want to be relevant. That's the problem with correction going unappreciated nowadays because everybody has an ego. Everybody has so much pride, and I'm going to talk about why they have that. But (laughs) I told, I put a tweet out. I said, this is the problem with people that have platforms such as this young man that got arrested for the Chiefs. Our youth sees it and our youth mimics it. Basically is what I said in a nutshell on my tweet. Then I got motherfuckers coming forth, right? It's always the motherfucking, uh, it's always the hood brother that, that, that has not a fucking clue what he's talking about. And I get it. You want to defend a brother, you black dude. You want to defend a black dude? It's all good. Just so you know, I defend more brothers than you do, motherfucker. So let's make sure we're clear about that shit, number one. Number two, bring some relevance to the motherfucker because I'm going to bring the truth. Your ass is going to bring some half-stepping bullshit. So I'm going to discuss why this shit is the issue, and then your ass is going to come out and not really read my shit. You're just going to see the context, and then you're going to make a comment saying, Probably wise that you wait to see what really happened. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't talk shit about people. Did you hear me talk shit about Deshaun Watson? I haven't. I still have yet to make a judgment on Deshaun Watson because I don't know the scenario. All I know is if it was anyone I grew up with or myself or anyone that, that I that I know, we would have been in jail right now. 
he's had a fucking year off of everything and no rest. He's living free. And he has no, like, I've never seen nothing like it. But that's the privileged world we live in. So bottom line is I stated that this cat has a platform. This is becoming a normality with the Chiefs. Dive into that next. And the youth sees these dumb motherfuckers get arrested. Now, I said dumb motherfuckers in plural as in a totality. Cats in the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, any other major fucking entertainer of some sort has a platform regardless if you like it or not. Regardless if you want to be a fucking role model or not. Regardless of what the fuck you want to be. These young kids look to you, look at you, see what you do, and do it. That's what you fucks don't get. And you don't know controversy sells by now, motherfucker. So the more dumb shits you do, the more it's going to be on TV. The more kids is going to see it. So you go get arrested is all I said. You're another motherfucker gets arrested using his platform where you, the youth can see. And that's the problem. Motherfuckers want to come out. Why don't you wait to see what happened? <laughs> well, first of all, that's why I didn't say shit about the motherfucker. That's why I didn't talk shit about him in particular. See, that's why you, but you motherfuckers put your foot in your mouth too fat, too often. You cats are so quick to talk shit and fucking don't read what you can't. You either can't read or you just refuse to listen. You want to hear everybody. You don't listen to shit. But anyway, um, unappreciated correction, man. Unappreciated correction is a uh, is a major issue right now. Um, so. The Lakers are at Orlando tonight. Orlando's 8-38. and 38. Um, The Lakers can't win tonight. So I, the Lakers lost to Indiana, Indianapolis. It's Pacers. Pacers beat Golden State last night, too. Golden State's lost, I think, five, uh, six of ten or something, though. So, so they're kind of down. Um, like, the West is down this year. The East is a little better, I think, for the first time in a long time. I don't think that the, uh, I don't think, I still think Phoenix, I don't think Phoenix can beat a fully loaded Nets team or a Bucks team. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Sixers trade Ben Simmons for somebody to somewhere, somewhere. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be shocked, dog, if if the Lakers got Ben Simmons. Just 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 watch. Watch what happens. Cause it'd be another dumb, stupid decision. It would clear some cat probably. They'd probably give him up and take some fucking Westbrook and somebody that could play with Embiid. Because they're wasting Embiid's fucking career, in my opinion. Why are you sitting here holding Ben Simmons when Embiid, who could be the MVP of the league, who I think's a bitch. I think Embiid's a bitch, just his, his his demeanor. But I love his game. Like I think he's a dude. I just think he has a little bit of a bitch mentality, and his and his and his persona is kind of bitchified. But like 
you're wasting this motherfucker's career, Maury. Like, why don't you make a trade for Ben Simmons and get some fucking relevance in there so you can try to compete in the East? The Celtics are shitty. Miami's down. The Bulls are, I think they're they're just a hype. Like, I, I think they're going to flounder after the All-Star break. Um, you've seen Golden State and the Nets went in there and routed them by, like, 30. I don't think they're... They're ready. But um, I don't know. People always ask. I'm just talking right now. People always ask about certain things. This is how I know the general population is just very, very uh, naive and ignorant. All right. I get asked all the time about what do you think about so-and-so? What do you think about this coach? What do you think about? This guy, what do you think about this guy being this? What do you think about the GM going to Cleveland? Or why don't you think about the GM hire? What do you think about Bilicek being the GM and the coach? Like, dog, first of all, I do know a lot of coaches, but I don't know any of the ones I just mentioned. Second of all, I don't know any NFL GMs but one. I know one GM, maybe two. But how the fuck do I know what I think about the new GM for the Giants. <laughs> I don't know this motherfucker. He's a young motherfucker, number one. He's young. He was an assistant GM, is all I know. I have no fucking idea. Motherfuckers act like I kick it with these motherfuckers. and I, It's like the Bobby Roos. Well, how's Bobby Roos? Like, I don't fucking know. Um, it's like, God damn, dog. I don't know. Um, I have not a fucking idea And I don't care I have a fucking I give a fuck less About who the Giants hired as a GM All I know is they're fucking irrelevant They're wasting Danny fucking uh, Daniel Jones's fucking career Their O-line is fucking awful They're uh, Um They're just bad, man. They're fucking bad. Um, I wanted to show you guys something, man. <sighs> um, but anyway, I was going to show you this fucking... I saw something today that I was just like... Who hasn't watched Soul Surfer though? Uh, the show I was the movie I was telling you about the other day about uh, about my girl Brittany. Uh, uh, Bethany Hamilton. I mean, did you guys go see that shit? Have you guys watched that? If you haven't watched it, I would I, I suggest you watch Soul Surfer, dog. Great fucking movie. Um. Um, I want to show you this fucking, I put on my Instagram story, man, but 
I want you to see this. Uh, I want you to see something real quick. I have no idea how to work Instagram on the computer, so I'm fucking illiterate when it comes to this shit. What the fuck? Um, hey, man, you guys. I'm going to show you, though. Yeah, like the stream, fellas. Hit the hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Everybody on YouTube, I appreciate it. All you guys, go follow my YouTube channel. How the fuck do you see your story on the actual internet? Does anyone know how to do this shit? I'm fucking horrible. I am horrible at this. All right, here we go. Sorry this page isn't available. What the fuck? Oh, dude, I'm fucking, I'm bad at this. How is my stories not available? <laughs> God damn. The link you followed is broken. What the fuck? All right. Uh, let me show you something real quick. Here we go. I want you to see the fucking... So the Washington Redskins had this staff. All right. I want you to see this staff they had. Kyle Shanahan, they had Matt LaFleur was the quarterback coach. Kyle Shanahan was the OC. And the tight end coach was Sean McVay. Okay. This was back in 13. If you guys go do some research on all three of these people, First of all, you'll see how, why I always talk about fucking, how I always discuss nepotism and just being a good old boy network. Because there's grad assistants out here right now struggling to be a Division One coach, all right? A little less 23, 4, and 5-year-old Sean McVay, Shanahan, and LaFleur who were all good old, in the good old boy system. Look at these dudes. Shanahan's a son. LaFleur. If you read his story. RG3 was shitty. Anyway. Um, McVeigh's daddy. McVeigh uh, was as a Gruden guy, by the way. Played on, or a coach under Gruden as a youngster. These are young-ass coaches, by the way. LaFleur and McVeigh are, what, 35? Shanahan's what, 40 maybe? 41, I want to say. So he's still relatively young. He's four or five years younger than me. Um, you can't tell me that <laughs> these motherfuckers aren't, weren't privileged and, and just walked into the good old boy. They didn't have to go fucking GA nowhere and, and struggle. So hoping Allen got to see that. But... They were pretty shitty that year, but but the point is, these motherfuckers were just appointed. Like <laughs> these motherfuckers were appointed into those jobs. Those jobs, people act like those jobs are fucking fall off trees and shit. They don't at all, and uh, it's crazy how 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 they're gonna be forever in the circle. They can get fired twenty more times, and they'll get another job. 
Luke McCown is up the front runner for the Houston Texans job right now. Like, you got to be shitting me. The Carolina Panthers just hired the the former coach for the Giants who was an OC. And, dog, I don't even know what to tell you besides Ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo. Holy fuck. Ben McAdoo is now the OC for the Carolina Panthers. I want to show I want to tell everyone something. The head coach who came into took over the Carolina Panthers and good dude was at Baylor before but right before that he was at Temple. And uh so I dealt with him quite a bit recruiting. <sighs> coach Rule, Matt Rule. Good dude. For me. me and him got along fine. Good dude. My age. Uh, he's like 46, I think. Um, he came into the league and was hired to be an innovator. Come in. He's going to be different. He hired a college OC who really didn't OC, but he was a pass game coordinator at LSU for one year. Blew up with Brady, the Heisman winner, and the rest is fucking history. He lasted one good year in the NFL because he's not ready. But Matt Rule, like him or not, I like the guy, but he is not ready to be an NFL head coach. Therefore, you hired another not ready OC. But if you're not ready as the leader of the group, how the fuck do you think your OC that's never coached at that level or even at the four-year level full-on had his own room as the OC is ready? But my point is, you guys, everybody thinks that you're going to hire and make this splash and hire Matt Rule to come in and be innovative. So he hires Joe Brady. Today he hires Ben McAdoo. Matt Rule has become, he has gotten got. He got got. If you're from the hood, you know what getting got means. He got got. <laughs> He's now just trying to save his name and keep afloat. So now guess what he has to do? His agent and everybody in his circle told him, you better hire an NFL veteran. So now he's back in as a regular Joe, trying to make ends meet, stay afloat, be relevant, so he's not fired and becomes a coordinator at the four-year level because he won't get a job. He's not known enough in the NFL yet, so he's all in or all out on this one. He's got both feet in being the head coach. He's now been finagled into hiring motherfuckers from the good old boy network. And now, who knows? Ben McAdoo might be his fucking replacement. Do you know how many times we hire our own replacement? We hire our replacement all the time, whether you know it or not. See, I used to try to hire my replacements, and I actually have. The, the last, the two coaches that preceded me are uh, Kiyoshi Harris and Jason Martin. They were both assistants of mine that I hired and handpicked. That is my, in my opinion, that is what a true leader is supposed to do. He is supposed to find coaches that 
wants to be a head coach. Now, that doesn't mean go about it in shady ways. I said I hired him and handpicked my two two coaches that preceded me. I didn't say that they weren't shady. I didn't say people don't hire shady people all the time. People are grown people. They do shit that you can't you can't always uh, you can't always control either, right? I'm not going to sit here and try to coach you up on how to be a good human either. I don't have the time. I got too much other shit. I'm trying to teach kids how to be good um, humans. <laughs> I don't have time to manage a grown ass man and teach him how to be a human. But each his own, right? It is what it is. You live and you learn. So some of them appreciated correction. Some of them didn't. And that's part of this life we are in. That's why I titled this show Unappreciated Correction, which I'm going to get into. But Matt Rule has now hired a guy who now is might replace him. And now it's just another guy that he did not want because he didn't want to go around this route. He wanted to make a splash. Joe Brady, come out, throw it around, RPO, go fast, be college tempo. Do different shit. Hire a DC that was going to make a splash and bring some pressure and lock up, play man, and run some odd front shit. He is now just a regular Joe. He'll be fired next year, I'm sure, which is a shitty deal. That's just how the NFL operates. But the NFL good old boy network has, you have succumbed to it. And just watching that video I shared of of the 2013 Redskins staff with McVay, Shanahan, and uh, and fucking uh, the head guy for the the Packers now. It just showed me, and like, holy fuck, man! Just it's just it's it's an impossibility to get into the circle unless you are born into that motherfucker. It don't matter how hard you work and how much fucking rock, how many rocks you turn over. A person that is known by someone or you know is going to get the job over your knowledge every single time. Experience means shit. It's all about who knows you and who you know. But I tried to tell that to one of my young kids the other, uh, yesterday because that video popped and I'm just like, look, man, those guys never GA. Those guys never fucking busted their ass Shanahan got his dad coffee as a little kid he was already born into the motherfucking he was he was born into this profession it's like politicians and priests man it's unfortunate this is a huge conglomerate huge business big money unfortunately that is what happens man you get a lot of fucking you get a lot of uh Good old boy networks, man. A lot of nepotism out here. But that's it. It's the good old boy network world. Um, so anyway, this weekend's NFL list, you got you got a lot of shit going on. Um, I, I just hope they're good games, man. I'm going to give my picks at the end of the show. Um, Bengals, Titans, Niners, Packers, Rams, Bucks, Kansas City, Buffalo. Some great matchups. Um, great matchups, but, uh, Floyd Samuels, it's actually who knows you. (laughs) I mean, we all know a lot of people, but do they know you? That's the difference. 
Do they know your ass? Um, yeah, I don't. It's going to be tough for the Niners to win in Green Bay, though. That's one away team I don't think is going to win. I would have went down there on Tuesday as a Niners coach. I would have, I would have practiced at a high school. And I would have practiced outside every day and got my cats acclimated to some cold-ass shit. I've done that before. I used to do that shit, different things, to try to get acclimated or somewhat used to it. I wouldn't just come off the plane and go into it. Because I heard it's minus 7. It's even cold for Green Bay standards. It's minus fucking 7 um, today. So... Who asked if I would be the OC at West L.A.? Man, one of my best friends is the head coach at West L.A. He's a good dude, man. Mark Gay's running, running the same shit he's ran for ever since I've known him. But, hey, it is what it is. His program. I live too far, man. I went out and helped, I went out and helped West L.A.'s quarterback this year for a week. And... Uh, they should have won the week I was there. They they were up and, and lost fucking last seconds to Santa Barbara. I went out to the game, Santa Barbara, and chilled, watched the QB. Um, and as a player, when I played in, like, freezing temperatures, um, I never wore anything undergarment, dog. Never wore any undergarment. I just thought if I, the leader of the pack, the quarterback, had some nuts and would show that shit, and the rest of the team couldn't bitch and moan. But we were built different, man. Shit. I, I, hey, I had my kids that way at Indy. If you watch the show, it was like six degrees. We played Coffeeville last game of the season. And uh, shit, my cats ran out there with no shirts on, man, because I had them all week hyped, ready to go. Vaseline's a hell of a drug. Vaseline does a lot of good things in the cold. People don't know that. Rub that Vaseline on you. Insulate the heat inside you. Keep it on you. Just don't put it on your hands and you're fucking too much of your arms if you're a receiver. Other than that, shit. DBs, D-line, O-line, fucking work Vaseline, man. Plus the motherfucker slip off your ass can't hold you. But anyway, can't give away too many secrets. Um, I don't know, man. I think Buffalo finally might get over the hump. Um... But it's hard to bet against the Chiefs and Andy Reid in the playoffs unless another coach or a player gets arrested uh, during the Super Bowl. Like, why is the Chiefs team so fucked up? Like, I love Andy Reid, California native, SoCal guy, San Francisco State, coached them, had a hell of a staff underneath him. A lot of Dirk Cutter, Bob Toledo, fuck. He had a lot of coaches under him that were big-time coaches. People don't know that staff. I had a couple buddies on that staff, mentors of mine, actually. Um, but goddamn. But you're in the NFL, dude. Like, it's it's crazy, like, these 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 people that unappreciate correction, that don't appreciate correction, they're the ones bitching and moaning about B.A. slapping or grazing. I call it grazing the, a shitbird's fucking um, helmet in a game. 
Um, but then they're okay with Tyreek Hill, you know, slapping a bitch or hitting her or doing whatever, domestic violence, fucking motherfucking rugs, killing a motherfucker, driving 150, drunk, loaded. Like, they're cool with that shit. Like, that's what's fucking ridiculous, man. Like, that's what these motherfuckers on social media don't get. They think that, oh, I'm a grown man. You ain't going to hit me. You hit me. We're going to fight. <laughs> Did anybody see the Shannon Sharp fucking video where he's talking about they would have fought? He would have hit Bruce Arians. No, you wouldn't have. Shannon Sharp is a hypocrite, and I used to like Shannon. I, I don't. I don't. I still don't. I still don't dislike Shannon. I just think that. Uh, I think that uh, he is way out of pocket, way out of line, and is a hypocrite, and become a victim of the mainstream media false narratives that they push. Because. Shannon Sharp is so-called a leader. He was the leader. He was like, he, he, he personified being the leader, the captain. First of all, the number one thing is respect earns respect given. B.A. wouldn't have ever even tried to do that to you because you would have probably been on the field checking that particular player that he did hit. Because you were the leader, you were so-called the leader. But you're telling me, Shannon Sharp, that if B.A., 70-year-old, or if Mike Shanahan, your head coach, or Dan Reeves, or Bill Bell, uh, Billick was your head coach of the Ravens, who I knew your GM very well, like, dog, you would have hit them in the face. <laughs> no, you wouldn't have, dog. That's, that's why you, motherfuckers just talk on the media now. Like, it's a fucking joke. Like, there's no one that's real. That's why they'll never have me on no fucking Manning cast or on no motherfucking mainstream ESPN Stephen A shit because they'll fucking cringe and shit their motherfucking self before they ever let me on there. They would be so asshole would be so puckered while I'm on that show. Like I saw Jason Whitlock when I was on first take. That motherfucker was scared as shit over there shaking the fat off his motherfucking face. He was over there like blah, 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 blah. he was shaking the fat off his fat fucking self. So fucking scared. And luckily Marcellus was there, a good friend of mine, or I would have fucking went off on Jason Whitlock's bitch ass. But it is what it is. Um It's unfortunate, unfortunate if Shannon said that. This is how I put the, the end. I put the, I put an end to all this fucking, he would have hit me. It would have been on. I'm fully grown. I would have I took off on him. Like, shut the fuck up. No, you wouldn't have. And you, and you lucky motherfucker, you didn't play for me. So, number two, this is the thing. Real recognizes real. 
Did you see that cat turn around and act like he was shocked? Did you see him turn around and threaten B.A.? Or did you see him turn around and trip on anybody? No. He knew who the fuck hit him, and he knew why. And obviously, Bruce Arians has the fucking heartbeat of that team in the locker room. It's evident. You saw one shitbird, A.B., who's done it everywhere, as a fucking shitbird, and... Anyone defends that motherfucker is a fucking idiot. So go in and make sure that you realize when you say I'm a grown ass man that you under fucking stand. You're going to say that to the wrong motherfucker on the street too and get your ass molly whopped. But it is what it is. All you grown ass men out there. The problem is you don't appreciate correction like myself like the older people in this chat, 80 people in this chat, anyone that's my age, please stand up. Please tell me when your parents went across your motherfucking head or when a grown person checked your ass, maybe that didn't even know you, you took that checking. You took that shit and to this day, you appreciate it more than fucking ever. See, we... Our, our youth don't have that op- option. We have not given our kids the option to appreciate correction. All these kids in this generation, and I have put a thumb, my thumb on this. They can't handle the truth. They can't handle they have no humility. Let me let me put it this way. They have no humi- humility. All these kids nowadays don't understand what humble is. They don't understand that pride will get you smoked where I'm from. Your pride will get you thrown in jail. Your pride will get you a baby that you didn't want. Your pride will get your ass arrested. Your pride will get your ass fucked up. Like, this is what these cats don't get. You know why, though? I put my thumb on it. See, my generation, man, we were young. We got checked, our ass beat, disciplined, corrected. We all now appreciate it. There's no question. We all appreciate it. Um, These cats on social media... Think because you correct someone, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a belittling. You're belittling them. You're degrading them. You're you're uh, you're clowning them. See, the kids nowadays are worried about being clowned. They're worried about getting shit talked to on the s- social media. Let's keep it real. Social media, these cats on here are cowards. 99.9% of people on social media are fake cowards. They'll never say the shit they say on social media that they would say to your face or your or anyone you know's face. They're cowards. And the problem is, man, they're, 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 they say these things because everyone on social media is about likes and retweets, followers and likes. 
So if you have a certain amount of followers and you have so many likes on every video you post, you now are all eyes on you. So if these young cats who are playing at colleges or not playing at colleges, quote, not playing, guess what their peers do? They clown them. They talk shit. They put them down. They're seeing them. They get real assholes, get real puckered because they're worried about social media likes and retweets so bad that their pride gets in the way and they're fucking scared of doing anything that may be a fuck up. Can't fuck up no more. You can't trip and fall on social media. There'll be a video about you on YouTube. You can't fucking, you know, you can't say something that is, is, uh, you know, some people may think you're, you're soft if you say anything that has any sensitivity to it or don't cry in person on social media because you'll be labeled a bitch by your homies or your peers. But this is a man speaking. If you're a woman, don't say anything. You'll be considered a hoe or a slut. Don't wear this or you're going to be, uh, you know, deemed, a, you know, a whole a whore or, or any of that type of shit. Right. That's the problem. So guess what they do? They go on there and they def- they go into defense mechanism mode. They go into defense mode. These motherfuckers are so prideful that they're worried about getting fucking talked about on social media. Um, yeah, exactly. I had a, I did a show called Bad Words. They actually are scared of words. They're not scared of nothing anymore but words. And it's crazy how they're scared of words. Um, how social media has made a motherfucking generation so self-conscious of how the fuck they act and how they are that it's become, uh, it's become, uh, they forgot that respect earned is respect given, man. Like it's crazy, man. If that, if I would have got hit, we would have thrown hands. I, I, I've heard, I've seen that 25 times on Twitter today about my post. Oh, coach, if, if he would have hit me, we would have thrown hands. Uh, shut the fuck up. You know how I put it into all this throwing hands shit? This is how I do it. Um, Tim Parrish, all you guys that are older in here, Polish. I, this is how I do it. Hey, dog, so when your parents went across your ass or your head when you fucked up, did you hit them back? <laughs> no. They said, no, sir. I said, that's what I fucking thought. But you'll hit 70-year-old Bruce Arian. (laughs) None of these motherfuckers can equate those two things. Did you hit your mom and dad back when they went across your face? No. Hell no. Exactly right, motherfucker. So what makes you think you can go across an other elderly person's face because he put his hands on you? This is the thing. I agree nobody should put hands on each other, okay? Now, if this was in a fucking walking down the mall, you have all right to knock out that old motherfucker. I don't give a fuck because if he would put hands on my son or daughter or anything like that, I would have told him to beat his ass too. We're in a football game. We are playing football, man. This is not like some fucking... It's not like the disrespect and respect factor has been thrown out the window. Let's just keep it real. 
the head coach should already have the respect. The player should already have his respect, and it should be mutual, and there should be a hierarchy, okay? There's too many fucking chiefs now, not enough Indians, and the problem is everyone thinks they're equals, and that's the problem. All these motherfuckers think they're equals, and that is why we're soft as a motherfucker now because there is no hierarchy. There's no, there's no command. There's no chain of command anymore. Motherfuckers are all... These kids think they should. They deserve to fucking order what food they want. They deserve to turn down what food their parents buy them, and bitch and moaning, and suck their fucking teeth. Motherfucker, please. I wish you would suck your teeth. Any of my players, I wish they would suck their teeth. That's how I equate it to it, Pete. I equate this to this this whole situation. You wouldn't hit your parents if they went across your face, but you would hit a grown older man that's been coaching 46 years because he fucking love tapped your helmet for you being a fucking idiot, giving his team a 15 yard penalty and possibly getting kicked out of the game, which in turn leads to this guy gay for the Chiefs getting arrested two days before a fucking playoff game. This in turn leads to possibly Andy Reid's son almost killing a motherfucker day before the Super Bowl last year. His other son had other issues, right? We already know, right? So we know Andy's pretty laissez-faire and laid back with his fucking approach, which is fine and dandy, right? I love Andy Reid. I think he's a great human being. I met him a few times, um, all those things. But at the same time, those things are going to bite you in the ass. I think Andy Reid would probably have two more Super Bowl rings if he had a little more structure and discipline in his fucking program. But that's, I'm not, I'm nowhere near. Or I should not even be allowed to discuss Andy Reid and his faults and his greatness because I'm not on his level. I'm not there. I'm not coaching at that level. All I'm here is talk. I'm just talking, right? Like I tell people all the time, put your foot in your mouth. You talk about shit you don't know. I don't know. I'm not there in Andy Reid's office. I don't know what's going on. All I do know is that there's been several issues about his players and his own staff, one of them being his son. And it always comes at the worst possible fucking time. So, see, getting into this gay situation with the Chiefs, See, Polly B, I'm glad you're here again, brother. I appreciate you coming in. He said gay wasn't wrong in that situation. I think it was just blown out of proportion. See, that is where I disagree. See, rumors are, and I got a good, my former players, I got a couple players on that team, just so we're clear. All right. I've already talked to one of them. Just so we understand something. It was a baby mama issue, going to see his son. All right. Um. I don't know much more than that, okay? I don't know what's more than that. All I do know is, though, that you are in the NFL with resources. More resources and more income and more opportunity to go get things done than me or you. Polly B, do you agree with that or not? Do you not agree that the Raiders or his agent or his manager or his publicist should have got rugs, a car home that night. 
See, a lot of cats have handlers when they go out and drink when they're in the NFL. That means they have a cat sitting there waiting on him, especially if you got your girl with you. You got a driver. The same goes for domestic issues. Baby mama, baby daddy. We have, Polly B, a history of baby mama drama, baby daddy issues for years in the NFL. Okay? Cat, I grew up with Daryl Henley. Tried, still in jail to this day. Got life. Tried to bribe a judge. Played for the Rams. Made Was making 300 grand a year back in the 80s and early 90s. That was like big money. Now it's shitty. But he's making more money selling dope all over L.A. He's slinging major dope. In L.A. as a tr- as a starting Ram DB played at UCLA was a fucking college Hall of Famer. Fuck Daryl Henley was a dude with the Rams. He did, he was making three hundred something grand a year, or whatever. That motherfucker was making millions slinging dope. Well, tried to bribe a judge. He got life in jail. How about how about fucking Lawrence Phillips? Goes to jail, kills himself. Great running back. Played against him in high school. Grew up uh, as rivals our whole career. How many guys can we go on and on and on with? Ray Carruth. Baby mama put in the trunk of the car with the pregnant. I heard he just got out of jail. I don't know how he got out. He just got out, I heard, after 30 years, 25 years or whatever. What I'm saying is, Polly, my point is, these are NFL players that have had this happen before. It's not like this was Gay's, this was, he was the trendsetter. This motherfucker just said, all right, I'm going to go see my baby mama, and if something cracks off, fuck it. It don't matter if we play the Bills tomorrow. <laughs> how about call my manager, get a hold of her, let's see where my kid is, let's see how I can see her. I'm not going to go over there at midnight, dog. How many motherfuckers from the hood do you know that what good happens out of a mama and dad situation at midnight, dog? Let's just keep it 100. How many hood cats do you know that deals with mama and baby daddy issues and goes over there late night? I tell you right now, dog, I'm not going to I'm not going to bank on it, but I'm just knowing where I'm from and who I've been around and the shit I know. And it's called intuition and a good judge of character. I bet dollars to dimes. He went over to fuck. He went over to get some pussy. And they probably fucked and they probably drank or smoked or whatever they did and something was said and he wanted to leave she didn't want him to leave fucking he wanted to see the kid he didn't want to see the kid whatever happened and an issue broke out just you know lucy's in here and there's a few women in here and i have no issue i'm very very i love women all right a B, I'm a huge woman advocate i give money to women's rights groups activist groups different other groups fucking um, breast cancer awareness, different things. But that being said, all right, and I just got to keep it real, and I know Lucy will forgive me, hopefully. But my daddy always taught me something, man, and I'm not going to, I hope you don't take it as being sexist, but you may. But (laughs) anything that bleeds once a month, dog, is almost for surefire batshit crazy. 
if something bleeds once a month and don't die, that is a motherfucker that is different. Women are different. You have to understand that going in. No offense, Lucy and all my women out there. But you guys have what's called a menstrual cycle. You guys all know that you get sensitive, you get mad, you get irritable, you have cramps. Men can never, ever, 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 ever know what it's like to be in your shoes. That's the problem, men. You all think you know what it's like to have a period, to give birth to a fucking 10-pound baby, we have no fucking idea. But guess what? Y'all call them bitches. See, that's the thing. I try to equate that to this whole fucking hitting your parent thing. I tell my kids, I said, you got a mama? Yes, sir. Raise your hand. Who got a mama in this room? Raise your hand. 200 kids, raise their hand. I said, good. I never better hear the word bitch come out your mouth about talking to another female. See, that's my point to this thing. So back off, all women. I'm making a point. Just the issue. If you don't call your mama a bitch and you don't want anyone calling your mama a bitch, then how the fuck are you going to go call someone else's kid a bitch? See, that's the problem. You guys are hypocrites and you aren't told the truth enough. If you have a mama, see, you have to you have to put shit into per, uh, you have to put everything into like. You know, we all know perception is reality, but we, you all have to make these things relevant to kids nowadays. You have to put something of relevance in their brain. Oh, damn. I sure don't want my mama called a bitch. So then why are you calling women bitches, motherfucker? Damn. I sure don't know. Like, you know what I used to tell my players? <laughs> I'm going to keep it rolling, hunter with all, all you cats. And hopefully Lucy can appreciate this. Hey, dog. You imagine having a baby come out your pee hole, motherfucker? Can you imagine pee hole, pee hole in a motherfucking baby coming out your? What if that was the motherfucking case? You don't know what it's like for a woman to give birth, motherfucker. I've been, I've seen my baby mama give birth to my daughter. I was there. That shit don't look nothing normal. It don't look nothing pleasant. It don't look like nothing I want to go through. But you're quick to call him a bitch. You're quick to beat on a woman, especially your own baby's mother. And you're so quick to go over and be in a bad situation with a female because you have no understanding that they bleed. They have menstrual cycles. They have cramps. They get irritable. Dog, you, I know more women that have less bitch in them than every man I know. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Most men can't even fathom half the shit women go through. Passing stones is one thing, but it ain't having no kid come out that motherfucker. Come on, dog. You, you, hey, take a couple shots, dog. You could pass a stone, bro. I passed one. It's a bitch. It is a bitch pissing out razor blades, but hey. That's the problem, though. You won't hit your parent if they went across your face. You won't call your mama a bitch. But you'll call that girl on campus a bitch. And you'll hit a 70-year-old in the liquor store. <laughs> so you put some relevance to these kids. And you start putting some shit in them to make them think. And now you start to compare and contrast and say Now you get these kids to compare and contrast and say, all right. Um... 
damn, that it makes them think somewhat. But see, there's no real teachers out there no more. Like, coaches should be teachers. And I don't mean just going out and teaching X's and O's. I'm talking about shit that's going to save their lives. Like, I give a fuck about winning football games. I'm worried about saving their life. I don't want to get the phone call at 3 in the morning that my player, former player, current player, has passed, has been shot, has been killed, has been arrested, has been drunk driver and got killed or killed someone. I don't want that call. I'm going to do every single thing in my power to make it relevant to them and make sure they understand that they're affecting somebody and themselves. But more importantly, somebody. So, if you don't coach it, you allow it, brother. That's the for sure thing. You either allow it or coach it. Um, but that's what social media is. It becomes a prideful fear factor from their peers. They don't, they're too prideful. They want to fucking... The allowability... Okay, this is the, the word. I don't even know if it's a real word. The allowability has become... Unbelievable. We allow everything. We've created this process. When we get our kids' smartphones, we created it. We allow so much. We have been allowed to live our lives and in a public forum. Our lives now are all in a public forum. Every single person thinks they're famous now. Every single person thinks they're famous now. Does anyone understand that? Did it, have you guys realized that? Everyone thinks they're a tweet away, a YouTube video away from getting millions of followers and becoming the next Pat McAfee. I just want to make sure I want to bring you down to reality on this. There's 1% Pat McAfee's out there who... Preparation and opportunity met itself. And proper preparation and opportunity was met with riches. <laughs> There's a 1% world out there of that. It's a lot of luck and preparation that equals success. Just so we're clear. I don't give a fuck what you say. But... Everyone out there, why do you think there's a lack of fucking employment, a lack of employees at every place you go? Why is every shelf short? Why is every line long? Why is every customer service person you speak to fucking horrible? Why is every single fucking number you call a 30 minute wait? Why, why, why? Motherfuckers don't want to work. They want to hit it big on social media or online, stay lazy, steal Amazon packages, continue to expect instant gratification and continue to be enabled, and then you have a horrible fucking circle around you that continues to tell you it's okay to hit 70-year-olds. It's okay to fucking not say please and thank you. It's okay to fucking be shitbirds. That's the problem. We have allowed it for years and years and years, and now it's coming to impl- it's starting to implode. But anyway, 
this public persona that everybody thinks they're they're stars now, these public people that everyone's living their life in public and everyone's getting seen and noticed on social media, whether you have five followers or a million followers, um, you cannot be criticized anymore. You cannot be criticized anymore. Um, so, you know, therefore you fuck up or do something or mess up. You get clowned by your peers. You get instantly talk shit about. You're instantly got a meme about you. You got a fucking gif or jif or whatever they call them motherfuckers about you. There's a video about you. And there's there's just different shit, right? There's all this different shit. And, and these kids, this generation, are so self-conscious of failing on social media that... They're worried about the public perception that we all are tough guys now. Every one of them are tough guys. They want to be tough guys. They want to be tough guys because they're so scared and self-conscious of the public persona that these guys think they have because they have a video out there that has a fucking million views. Everybody's a tough guy. Ah, oh, coach, you couldn't put hands on me. We're going to fight. Like, we all have tough guys with no respect, with no humility. None of them have respect. None of them have humility. None of them have been truly checked. See, back in my day, we got checked by a parent, by a family member, by the big homie, whoever it was. We got checked. And to this day, my age and other people my age respect it we appreciate it we i never would want it any other fucking way i don't know how these young cats when they become older because i don't give a fuck when you get older like way older these cats is, i believe is gonna take a long long way before they realize but they might be 60 fucking five years old um it's going to take them some time, but when they do finally realize that, you know what? I was fucked up. I was an idiot. It's going to be too late. It's going to be too fucking late, but they don't realize, man, like, and then they're going to appreciate it. Damn. When JB told me this, I should have listened. When my mom, dad told me this, I should have, I should have missed. I should have listened. He was right. It took me 40 years to realize it. But it takes 40 years to realize it because now we can't go across your motherfucking head. Now you're on Twitter fucking tweeting motherfuckers because you know you can't get your ass lit up no more. That's why it's going to take longer because now you have a buffer. It's called social media. You have a buffer called soft parenting. You have a buffer called soft coaching. You have a, a buffer called soft cancel culture society out here defending your motherfucking asses that is the fucking problem but we all now have to like respond i'm grown we grown coaches say this thing is progressive times we we don't we don't get it we we stand up for ourselves now shut the fuck up no you don't you're a scared little pussy motherfucker in person. You don't stand up for shit. 
You fall for fucking everything, though. You're the fucking ones that want to talk this grown-up shit, but fucking don't stand for shit and fall for fucking everything. Motherfucker that don't stand for nothing falls for anything. I'm just telling you, that's just a real fucking spit. And these motherfuckers don't get it. That's why everybody's soft. That's why the society's soft. Motherfuckers are soft. And put it in some type of relevance. Put it in pers- in and put it into get these kids to understand. Would you hit your own parents? No, I ain't gonna hit my own parents. Then why the fuck would you hit your teacher? Parents ain't doing that though. Like parents, I want you all today go home and beat the fuck out of your kids and then ask them, would you hit me back? No, mom. Good. Then you better not ever hit a fucking teacher. If every parent did that today when they came home, that's your homework assignment for everyone listening to this. I'm going to get fucking arrested. (laughs) Everybody come home and beat the fuck out of your kid and quiz their motherfucking asses. Hey, you going to hit me back? No, mom. No, dad. Good. Then you better not ever hit your motherfucking teacher again. (laughs) Again, I said, because these motherfuckers are so bad, they probably hit their teacher already. That's what motherfuckers need to do. You need to shock treat these motherfuckers. And it's not too late if you do it, but we all got to do it. We all got to do it. Shock treat these motherfuckers. Hey, dog, I I never, I never, uh, I never, see, I grew up in in a different thing. I guess I grew up in a different world, man. Like nowadays, people really want to equate shorter lifespans to fast food taco bell or whatever i do believe we ate more at home when i was my age my generation moms cooked more there were more there are more stay home moms i guess i'm not saying women have become more progressive a lot of women are now the breadwinners i am totally fine with it i'm not mad at that at all you know, I still believe it's a man's world, not in a sexist way, but it's still a man's world in a 99% of the world's uh, requirements still require a man to handle. But see, women, a lot of pro-women rights movement people look at that as sexist comment. And I'm like, no, I'm not saying that we're not equal. I'm saying that it's still a man's world. Like, who who are you going to have beat the fuck out of the motherfucker that put hands on you? A woman or a man? <laughs> if your boyfriend beats you, who are you going to call? You're going to call your mama to beat his ass or are you going to call your daddy to beat his ass? But point is, we used to have home-cooked meals a lot more, okay? I, I, I agree with that. Nowadays, fast foods become a huge, quick turnaround thing because everything's on the move more single mamas more kids and with those single mamas gotta go to mcdonald's gotta go this gotta do this gotta run here i gotta go to the babysitter i gotta go pick up daycare i gotta do these things so obesity is on the rise less activity less pe in fucking schools it's just a trickle down fucking shit show man shit rolls downhill i mean that's just period but I just equate it to, do you call your mama a bitch? Do you hit your daddy? Like, that's what we won't do. We won't put, we won't put our kids nuts on the fucking fire. We won't put them on the fire. And like Jay Pat said, nobody got time to cook. Like, 
I don't understand how. Why not though? Y'all motherfuckers don't work. <laughs> y'all don't work. So what do you do? Y'all don't make time to cook, motherfucker. Don't tell me you don't have no time. You don't make time. Let me let me ask this. Let me ask this, J Pat. Let me ask this, J Pat. You're a man, I hope. If you got some pussy and it was unbelievable and it was the best pussy you ever had in your motherfucking life, would you make time for it? I'm just curious. Because see, I grew up in a in a in a real world. I grew up in a reality-based world. My world stated to me that if it's important, I make time for it. I'll make time for anything that's important. My daughter, my dogs, my car, my business, my health, my cigars, my whiskey. What is important to you? You're going to make time for it. Now, we do get spread thin. We have a lot of things going. Fuck, I got a million things going. We do get spread thin. Some things take a hit. Some things get, you know, disregarded. Some things get a backseat. But you're going to make time for what's important. If cooking's important to you, then you're going to make time. But to rebuttal to uh, rebuttal to your to your no one has time to cook no more. You don't y'all don't work though. You don't work a nine to five and sit in two hour traffic no more. <laughs> but you do have seven hours to play Fortnite, motherfucker. <laughs> you got seven hours to play Fortnite though. You got ten hours to play fucking Chinese fucking Sam on fucking Madden online. You got time to be with them fucking goggle glasses, those virtual glasses, that bullshit or whatever. You got time to do that shit? Man, some of y'all make excuses for excuses. And that shit has become the thing to do. And we have lost sight of anything and everything that's important. Our health, our fuck. See, a lot of cats are using this mental health excuse when it's really mental weakness. Because you know why? Everything's compiled down on you. Now you're a fat fucking slob that don't exercise because you don't do nothing. You don't even go grocery shop yourself. You have it fucking delivered. You don't walk the aisles. You don't park out in the mall and walk your fucking ass. You want to look for a fucking handicap spot. Every little thing, de- finite detail, has become a fucking collection of shit. That has harnessed your mentals. (laughs) Because now you're a fat fuck. A 600 pound life motherfucker. Who plays Fortnite all day. Who don't work. Who plays and is waiting for the big hit on fucking DraftKings. And he thinks he's just going to make. You broke yourself and broke your bank. Because you played six months straight of DraftKings. And lost every dime. And you don't realize it. And you're broke now. But you're still waiting on that one hitter quitter. I'm going to still, I'm going to hit it, man. I'm going to hit it. But then I'm like, okay, play DraftKings, motherfucker. If you want to bet, I bet, I bet every day. I'm just telling you right now, I bet every day. But I have the money to do so. Like, don't do it. It means to your end. Don't do it if you can't do it. But I also make money during the day or a week or month to, listen, there's two things I do. There's, 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 there's two things that I consider novelty items. Betting on fucking certain things that I'd bet on and my cigars 
And a lot of cigars I actually get free. But I'm going to spend money on cigars and I'm going to spend money on betting. Okay. I have to make up for that money that I spend other ways. How am I going to make up for that cheese? Okay. I do a million things. So nobody thinks that way though. These young cats don't think that way. They have no fucking idea what a dollar means. They have no idea what a fucking dollar really costs and really what it takes to earn a dollar. And then if it's someone else's dollar, what do you think that does to their mindset? Now I'm fucking, remember, you don't treat a motherfucker's car the same as you do your own. Don't tell me you you don't, uh, my biggest pet peeve, motherfucker leaning on my car. Even the homie. I check a homie quick. Do not lean on my motherfucking car, homie. Don't sit on my motherfucking hood. Like, I'll fuck you up. I don't give a fuck who it is. Like, if you, you, me and my best friend will fucking fight. To me, that is a fucking blatant, disrespectful thing. Do not lean. And don't let it be a motherfucker I don't know leaning on my car talking to someone like casual in the mall parking lot. You're leaning against my motherfucking car. I, I could tell you, you could ask a couple buddies, brother. It was, it didn't end up good for the motherfuckers. Homie don't play that. That's one thing my daddy taught me, man. And I just have a, that is one thing that I may have a downfall at in my self pride is do not Lean on my motherfucking car. Don't disrespect my motherfucking car. Because. (laughs) Because I'm trying to tell you. um, Um, I know, I know all you guys are sitting there thinking to each other, like, damn, I hate a motherfucker lean on my car. <laughs> I know you guys have seen that shit. And hate, I know you have some pet peeve out there, but come on, Dominic D, you know, damn well people do that shit like let me ask you something if your mom or daddy gave you five dollars or five hundred dollars to go bet you would bet much bigger hands than you would with your own motherfucking money let's keep it a hundred man if somebody gave you money you're going to bet bigger hands than you would with your own motherfucking dollars I gave you five hundred dollars to everybody in this room and said, "Here, go bet." Some of you might bet the whole five hundred. Oh, it wasn't mine anyway. Shit, I was gonna try to hit big. Big scared money don't make money. Dog, I would. I would. But see, you know what billionaires do? They take the five hundred and they invest it. <laughs> see, we don't think that way, and all these young kids don't think that way either. But. Is what it is. 
But, dog, we don't have an appreciation for correction no more. When we were young, we got checked. To this day, we respect our elders. We respect everything about... See, like, there's a fine line. Like, if there's a motherfucker disrespecting someone in my camp or my kid or my mom or something, there's going to be an issue, okay? There's a different issue. And this is in a public setting, I'm saying. We're confusing disrespect for hierarchy and protocol. The head coach has a leeway, in my opinion. He has a leash that is longer than the player, the subordinate, or the teacher, the and the and the student who is the subordinate. These grown folks have deserved the right to be called Doctor Brown, Coach Brown, Mister Brown. We have deserved earned we've earned sorry not deserve we've earned the right to be called those things i believe a coach should be called coach just as a doctor should be called doctor and i believe it should last forever i believe it should last forever i still call anyone that coached me that is alive coach <laughs> it kills me and makes me it it, it fucking really burns a fire in me when I see these NFL players and these young kids talking and calling their coach by their first name. And I get it's a business and all that, but there's just no way in the world that you're going to have success when we're on a first name basis. We're never going to have success if we're on a first name basis because that means we're all equals. There's no hierarchy. There's no chain of command. There's no fear factor that I sh- if I fuck up, I'm going to get cussed out. If I fuck up, I'm going to get fucking fired. If I don't perform, I'm going to get cut. Like, dog, to me, that is where the fundamental issue lies. We got motherfuckers. I've only heard cats talk to Bill Belichick by calling him coach. I think he's laid that foundation. Every shitty team in the NFL that I see, I see the players calling them by first name. I'm telling you, man, like, we've earned the right to be called coach. Now, I don't take it personal if you don't call me coach. Now, now, if you're on my t- if you're playing for me, or if you're a coach for me on the field in front of my players... I better hear coach first. Come out your motherfucking mouth. If I don't um, see that or hear that, we're going to have a problem. But that's the problem nowadays. You see high school kids calling their coach by their first name or even by their last name, which to me is even more disrespectful. A Brown. Like, That is where we have an issue. And that is where the coach who got called Brown and didn't check that kid, you just enabled that motherfucker for years and years and years to come. You should have checked his bitch ass right on the fucking door. Nah, motherfucker, you my homie? I ain't your motherfucking homeboy. I'm your coach. Address me as coach. (laughs) So, I'm just saying... 
James Little, 11.43 at night? Holy shit. You should be drinking and fucking... You should be drinking or fucking, brother. That's the only thing I do at 11.43. Uh, nowadays, I'm, I sleep. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I sleep like a motherfucker. Um... Yeah, we'll see, man, if I go back on Pat's show. You know, I did I did my 20 weeks, man. Like, that's what we kind of contracted, man. And, uh, you know, people move on and do other things, man. Pat's show's growing expeditiously, man. He's getting, a, he's big time now, man. I'm a little, I'm a little fish in a big pond, bro. Pat's the big fish in the big pond, man. I'm proud of, I'm proud of Pat, man. I, you know, I appreciate what he did and what he did, man. Pat paid me a good little chunk of money, man. Shit. I could never say nothing. See that? That's what people don't get, man. Before we get going, I I cut Fridays a little short, but people don't understand this part and I don't get it. I hire you, Matt and Callie. What's going on, Matt? I hire you, Matt, to be one of my assistant coaches. All right. Let's just for shits and giggles. I hire Matt and Callie here on YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. I hire Matt and Callie to be my assistant coach. And days two on the job, he is really lazy and he's getting to meetings right on time. But he's, you know, I kind of I kind of see a little laziness in him, a little lax. No, no, no fire, um, no edge, no energy. And he pisses me off on the field the same day. Now shit's adding up and I rip him and motherfuck him. All right. I motherfuck Matt and Callie. And then we go in the meeting room and I motherfuck him again. And I motherfuck the staff. And then, and then a day later, you start to hear him talk to other cats coaches talking about oh man coach jb he fucked up man he cut me up that is what this world is now that is how enabled and how much we expect every fucking thing to be handed to us without earning it and that is america in a nutshell let me explain pat paid me a good amount of money to be on his show for 20 weeks or whatever. I will always appreciate Pat McAfee for doing that. <laughs> I don't, he don't owe me shit. For me to go out and motherfuck Pat McAfee now because I'm not on the show every Friday would be a fucking bitch made motherfucking move. And I see it happen every single day. Whether the. Rather than appreciate what he did for you, you bitch and moan about what he didn't do for you. Whether So instead of the coach appreciating that I fucking hired him, I hired him. He's bitching now that I cussed him out? Motherfucker, I gave you the opportunity. You fucked it up. Don't be mad at me now. I gave you the fucking opportunity. I gave you the chance of a lifetime. You fucked it up. And if you fucked it up, uh, man up and fucking take it. Own it. Admit to it. Because you ain't going to grow, dog. You ain't growing. You're just shrinking. You're shrinking like a wet little... 
Asian dick, motherfucker. You are shrinking. You ain't ever going to grow in no facet if you continue to blame every single other motherfucker. That is the problem. We got too many motherfuckers blaming and pointing fingers at everybody fucking else. Besides your motherfucking self and looking in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm the fuck up. I'm the fuck up. Coach hired me, dog, and I didn't get my job done, and he motherfucked me. That's part of the profession, man. It ain't nothing personal. It's business. This is a business to get these kids to the next level, somewhere where they couldn't get themselves. Definition of a coach, by the way. It's also my job to get you, coach, another job, a better job. I did it for 13 coaches. Those 13 coaches sure didn't suck their teeth and bitch and moan, and I motherfucked them just as hard as I motherfucked you. Today's pros <laughs> need today's so, tools and the Home Depot. Just understand, I'm an equal opportunity asshole, man. I motherfucked the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because at the end of the day, man, um, I just think that you owe the person that gave you an opportunity we're so fucking enabled and bitch made, man, that we're, we're, we're quick to throw the motherfucker that hired us under the bus. Like, I couldn't live with my motherfucking self if you hired me and I ended up trying to butt fuck you and stab you in the back and throw you under the bus later. It happens every day, dog. Fucking, it's just the most, it's just these shady motherfuckers, man, want a quick fucking handout, easy handout. Enabled motherfuckers, they all want a handout and not work for shit. And they'll be quick to backstab you and fuck you over. But is what it is. Well, I had 20 coaches, so yeah. I did have about six to eight unpaid guys, young ones, just as they are in the four-year level, by the way. I don't know if you know how that works. You do know that there's about 20 unpaid Coaches at the four-year level too, right? I just want to make sure you know. But they did have fucking room and board. They did have fucking free classes. They did have free meals. And anytime they went on. And I taught them the game. See, this is what people don't get. I didn't point a gun at your motherfucking ass and tell you to come work for me for free. <laughs> Soto, man, I, I, you wouldn't have done it, huh? <laughs> See, I would have did that shit. See, California JUCOs, we didn't have that opportunity. I would have did that shit in a New York motherfucking minute. I would have did it in a New York minute. Work for free as a youngster and get free room and board and coach 24-7 and get to learn how to recruit from the fucking best recruiter in America and learn the ropes? What? And coach the best players in America? Oh, my God. You know how many opportunities I gave these motherfuckers? Hey, dog, you either fucking accept it and move on or you deny it and move backwards. It is what it is. I'm trying to tell, I'm trying to tell them, Pete, a lot of these motherfuckers don't get it, dog. I had international players, Dominic. I had a, a German kid. What do you mean? <laughs> that was my demise, wasn't it? <laughs> I had a shitbird that wanted to be famous, and he wanted to make up some lies and fucking alter some things. But anyway, um, 
International players are different. That's why the CFL is kind of fucked up, man, because the CFL, you have to keep Canadian players, and it's really hard. And then you bring over players and coaches um, from the States. And, you know, I had a Canadian, a, a black kid that was a Canadian. I had a black kid from London. And then I had a, and then obviously we had a, a few uh, shit. We had a few uh, African kids, man. A few Nigerians. Um, you know, they're all international now. And we had a, a couple real true Nigerians didn't speak great English at all. They were freaks, dog. They were some freaks. You know, most of the, most of the international kids, there is a, there is a, uh, there's a language barrier, obviously, but there's also, a for the most part, there is a, uh, most are linemen, most are linemen or linebackers. There's a lot, there's mostly linemen and linebackers, to be honest. That's all the international kids I ever fuck with. And a kicker, a couple kickers. Yeah. Shit, there was a lineman, man, that uh, kid from uh, the UK. Fuck, I forgot his name. 6'8 kid. He's playing somewhere right now. Um, I was going to bring him to Indy. He's playing now. Um, fuck. I don't know. Forgot. Um, I forgot what he was talking about. Um, He's a big old freak, though. He was he was an international kid. I was going to bring to Indy. And when I left Indy, he ended up going, I want to say, Iowa Western or somewhere. But he's, I think he plays at Florida State or something. He's like a 6'8 right tackle. Um, But, yeah. Um, yeah. I had a few kids, man. A few international kids. But they were... Uh, all right, I never had no issues, man. No, never had no real issues with with them. Um, but is what it is. Um, I don't watch any recruits. I don't know anything about it right now. I am completely removed, bro. To be honest, to me, it's only fair, man, because I like I don't see myself coaching anytime soon. I think people are too scared to try to hire me. Number one, number two. Um, you know, I need full autonomy to win, to make it successful program, to recruit the best players in America. I need autonomy. And a lot of these administrators don't understand that. So, um, and I don't want to coach with a mask on. I don't want to teach with a mask on. I think it takes away everything that's being discussed, taught or mentored. I don't think you can do it with a mask on. I think it takes away all the fucking, um, importance of a demeanor of a face, the voice being clear and concise and precise. And you might as well do, you might as well go back to zoom teachers. You guys are using masks to teach and they don't eat. They don't, they're not looking at you seriously, man. It's a fucking joke. You know what I'm saying? How many motherfuckers got masks on that are fucking around now? Like making noises under the mask. And now you got to find out who's making the noise. Like we're dealing with the little bitch shit. Like, I ain't fucking there and all that shit. Marcus Freeman, uh, I think he's just another guy. I don't think he's, he's not going to be a fucking 
Nick Saban. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw Penny Hardaway's rant. You know why Penny Hardaway? See, if it was just a regular coach that did that, he would have he would have been fired or fined. See, Penny Hardaway has the NBA name, so so he gets away with a little more. Um, oh, I know, man. I heard they tried to push a mandate that on Zoom you have to wear a mask. Oh my God, I, I I'll, I'll I'll pee on you. I will pee on your mask on Zoom, motherfucker. I will piss on the mask while I'm on Zoom. <laughs> if you really tried to do that, you got me fucked up. Yeah, I do think that Netflix obviously depicted me in a manner that has scared people from hiring me. Yes, of course. I would be a little remiss to not think that when I, I'd be a little ignorant. I think everyone in the world that knows anything knows that these bureaucratic administrators are going to always be scared to hire anyone with uh, any gall, nuts, guts, or alpha male. They don't want to deal with alpha male. Um, Travis, you're not wearing a mask at your house alone. Shut up. Don't say that. Um. Instead of phone calls, because the phone call thing is taking so long, uh, it's, it's so difficult. I'm going to like uh, take like guests out of the show and zoom them into my show, so you can talk. That way, you can ask questions. And then, so what I'll do is I'll get everybody's email address in this chat. So there's like a hundred people in here right now. You guys would like anybody that wants to be on the show that has a question, controversial or not, you would put your email in here. And I will email you, um, like we could try it right now. Um, if somebody wants to come on right now and has a real question, send me your email, type it in this chat and I will add and I will try it and let's see if it works. I'm just thinking outside the box. I'll try it and add you into the show and see if it works. Um, yeah, I just don't know how many this thing can carry. I don't know how many people um, the program that I use can carry because I don't use Zoom. So, um, I don't care. I mean, it's only going to make it, you know, me, I'll cuss the motherfucker out if he wants to be dumb. So, it isn't going to make nothing. And I can control it so I can exit out, X him out. I don't really care. Um. Pete, well, you got Boost Mobile, motherfucker. I don't know if you could connect on the website. But, Chris, you got an email? Send me your email. I'll send you. Uh, that's what I use, Gorgian. I use StreamYard. That's what we use. And we got the better one. We pay on them, motherfucker. So, um, we pay it. How do I feel about people with special needs? Motherfucker, I got special needs. Shit, I'm ADHD like a motherfucker. Shit. Um, don't be scared, motherfucker. Someone send me a fucking email. Let's check it out. Send me an email. I'll put it on the thing. I want to. I want to. I want to put somebody in here real quick before I go drink some whiskey.
Um, we would have beat Kansas, Kansas State. We'd have beat all the motherfuckers. I have yours, Chris. Fuck, I don't know where that is. What is it? Nah, you don't have to make no account. Just send me your email. You got an email address? Just send me an email. You motherfuckers, all you motherfuckers are special needs. Whoever asked for special needs, all you fucks in here are special need motherfuckers. God damn. If you can check your email address, all you guys on the audio side, on Spotify, Google, iTunes, I'm sorry, but everyone here is really struggling with the email. I'm getting a million emails. And uh, everyone's very confused. All I said is, let's try a phone call by using your email. I'll add you into the show. And um, <laughs> these motherfuckers are 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 fucked up, man. These motherfuckers are all special needs. All right, let's check it out. I'm going to email a couple people. The link, and we're going to see if we could do this. You guys lay down. Um, Chris. Pete. All right, hold up. Let me get one more. All right, I emailed three people that sent me emails. All right. Um... Come on, dog. See, everybody thinks they're famous. Come on, dog. Um, Pinstripe Bombers Cat. He said, I'm not putting my email everybody out there. Come on, dog. You ain't famous, motherfucker. Nobody cares about your email. You act like you got some hoes or something going to email you. Motherfucker, don't give a fuck about what you got going. Send me your damn email. All right, here we go. Let's check it out. Bam. Can you hear me? I got you, bro. Woo. See, I'm a fucking... I'm a genius. Not really. It's fucking Zoom on a fucking... But I didn't think about it, though. Instead of phone calls, I could just take calls like this. Where you at, dog? The projects? <laughs> this don't look like the projects, cuz. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Not now. Not now. That's Mayberry, homie. We ain't in the project. We're good. Uh, here we go. There's three people. Ben, there you go. What up, Ben? What's going on? All right. There's three people. See? So... I don't know how many people I could fucking uh, add, though. Oh, shit. Chris Pugh, is that a slap dick cigar? No, it's a brick house. Oh, brick house. Brick house. That's right. You got the fucking strip club lights. What's cracking over there? New Jersey, man. You got the strip club going. Got my new baby sitting here. New baby what? 
<laughs> Love and life. Oh, a car? My new must my new stang. Oh, okay. I yeah. see. I need a bigger budget though. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Where you at, Pete? Fucking robbing a bank, motherfucker? Yeah, really? You cool. over there looking sketchy as a motherfucker. <laughs> No, oh, it's 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 bad as shit. Oh yeah, you got the strip club lights, strobe lights. You got the whole deal going. It's a little dark out. Yeah, you're on the I east coast already, it's man. Uh, yeah, it's a little dark out. Yeah, it's dark. Um, oh, that's a good deal, man. So I, I, I'm a, I think I'm a, I'm gonna go to this. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start getting cats email me. If you want to come on the show, email me and fucking get it cracking, baby. Get down, dude. Come here. Yeah, retirement's treating me good. Huh? I so said retirement's treating me good. Is the it? The volume's below, though. I can hardly hear you, and I got the volume all the way up. You can't hear me? It's real low. Really? Can you guys hear me, Ben? Yeah, yeah. I can hear you fine, Mike. Yeah, Chris, I think you got boost mode. I guess I guess I got to bust out that laptop and get that uh, 70 game show, Mike, back in action again. I think Pete gave you his internet access. Some of our guy Boost Mobile. Get down. <laughs> hey, um, but shit, man, I appreciate everything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna end this uh, audio. Appreciate all you guys. I'll see you guys Monday, man. NFL weekend. I'm gonna, ta- I'm gonna give you my picks real quick. Wait, hold on, real quick, guys, because I'm gonna put my, uh, I'm gonna give everybody my NFL picks of the week. I got to let these damn dogs out. Damn, he just shed it all over my ass. Um, James said, Chris, your, your, your Mustang is sick, but your Wi-Fi's fucked up. Hey, dog. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Hey, my, dog, we just talked. got we just, good Wi-Fi out here in the garage. Hey, got, we just I talked about it, dog. You, you make time, and you make time for what's important. That motherfucker made time for the Mustang. He said, fuck Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> all right. Here we go, dog. Hey, I told you guys, I'm taking the bangles, man, and I'm going to ride with the bangles all the way. I'm just telling you, I have a funny feeling. They're young. They don't give a fuck, and they are a talented group. But Burrow already has... That poise and moxie of a Tom Brady, in my opinion, but he's much more talented than Tom. Um, Titans are going to be tough out, man, at home. I don't think Henry's going to be a very big factor because I just think being off that long hurts you. Um, NFL is not just like he's coming back and walking through youth Pop Warner kids. I got the Bengals winning in a close one, man. Um, I think the Bengals, I think the Titans DBs and secondary are trash, and I think the Bengals are going to exploit them. Um, it'll be a little warmer weather than it was in Cincinnati, which is only going to help Burrow. I think the Titans are going to have their hands full. I'm taking the Packers to beat the Niners. I think they'll win by 14 or more. I just think the Green Bay has a, I think it's their year, man, to be honest with you. Um, I do think the Rams could beat them. I, I, I am taking the Rams over the Bucks. Um But man, my 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 heart is rooting for Tom Brady because he's my fucking age and he's a year younger than me, but he's my age, man, still doing it at a high level. Um I'm just rooting for him in the inside. I wouldn't be mad if he wins, but I'm an LA Ram fan, uh, grown up, so 
I think the Rams D line is going to give them problems. Their o- Bucks O line's fucking hurting, and I think the Bucks secondary is a liability. And uh, we'll see. Hey, and uh, man, I'm gonna shit, man. I'm gonna take the Bills, man. I, I it's hard to root against the Chiefs at home. Hey, uh, but I think the Bills are rolling, man. Um, and if the if the Bills drop an egg after after seven consecutive scoring drives versus New England, then they don't belong anyway. That's how I look at it. So I'm taking the Bills um, to, to shock the, the Chiefs at home. They already beat them at, at, at Arrowhead once this year. I think they do it again in a close, high-scoring shootout. So that's my picks, man. Um, on the audio side, I'll see you guys on Monday. Have a slapdick whiskey for me. Peace. That's the wrong song. Don't trip. Peace. YouTube, stay tight. I'll be right. I'll be right here. Yeah, yeah. Transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little 